check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Side of Mac. How y'all people doing out there? Hope y'all doing fine. I'm doing all right. New developments, new things, new experiences. So today, today we're gonna have a nice little topic. We're gonna be talking about fatherhood. And recently this year, I became a father, so that's something new for me. And that's actually why I've been kind of procrastinating with episodes. I was going in full throttle, head first, coming into this year. And with having my daughter, it put other things in front of what I was trying to do. So I managed to get my medias and all that in place. But the main focus of making episodes, dropping them, having them back to back, having something for the people to look at. I wasn't doing that, so I apologize. So, like I said, today's topic is fatherhood. What is it? How is it going in America? How is it for black men, black men, sorry, talking in my urban language. But yeah, black men, how is it for them today? So I'm gonna touch on some personal, how, how it makes me feel. First of all, coming into it, I dealt with it a little bit. Like I had a situation going on. I ain't gonna get too deep into it. I'll just give minor details. So I had someone I was dealing with and we've been on and off. And the last time we dealt with each other, we slept together. And I didn't see that person for like eight months. So they come back saying they pregnant, whatever. You know, I'm going through the motions and, you know, I was going to do what I had to do to take care of my responsibility. So, turns to find out that the kid wasn't mine. I ended up getting a DNA test and I've been through the basic baby mama drama, us arguing and going back and forth, her using the kid against me, all that, all that, all that bad stuff. So, I had told her like this, I was like, well, I know that, that the child is not mine, but since we have history, since I've been there, I'm going to take care of the child. You know, I'm going to still uphold my fatherly duties. Only thing I ask is for it not to be no drama. I don't want no drama. I feel like that that's the killer right there. That's what makes it unworkable. It's all the drama. Like, let's do right for the kid. So she continued on with the drama 
and I just couldn't do it no more. So there goes my first experience. Now later on, I felt like I felt like this hole in me, like this emptiness. And I was trying to do everything I can to fill that hole. And nothing was working. I was smoking, but not I smoked, I smoked, you know, regularly anyway, all that, but I was really drinking heavily. That's one of the things that that I was really doing. But yeah, that's one of the things that I was doing heavily. I was drinking, I was driving, I was really on some self-destructive shit. So I'm glad that um that's not going on no more. But yeah, that's what that brought me. So I had an emptiness and my girl I was dealing with at the time, that I'm dealing with now, still, thankfully. Yeah, we we was best friends before we even got intimate like that, and I didn't see anybody else better to be the mother of my child for my first actual child. Like, I didn't picture anybody else fitting that spot in, so I chose her. We agreed that that's what she wanted to, so pandemic hit. I had nothing but time and opportunity. <laughs> so, created as a little girl, Madison Arianne Harris. So, that's a blessing. And as far as how it made me feel, did it feel that whole? Uh, yeah, it did. It did. It did. Now, I still, I still miss the other, uh, other child. It was also a little girl. I'm sorry for not disclaiming that either. But um, yeah, I think about her every day. I don't think about her as heavily as I did at during those times but she does still run through my mind every so often so yes I still think about it yeah so that's that's it for how it made me feel now my fears I want to talk about that too because a lot of men in those times of in the horizon of fatherhood you know we have fears, we have doubts, we have worries. Am I the right man or am I man enough for this role that I'm about to come into? And honestly, nobody's ready. Even if you, in my opinion, I'm not trying to subject, subject anybody to my opinion like it's fact, but in my opinion, no one's really ready for anything. You just could prepare yourself and hope that you're ready enough because even what you think is enough may not be enough you know so I don't think nobody's ever going to be ready at the time of it happening you know you might be in a good position to do it but you're still going to be missing some things so um my fear was all those things like, am I man enough? Cause I, I haven't proved to myself that I am truly like a man. In a sense, I know I'm a man, but like as far as, I guess what what we think society, the things that it takes for society to be a man, a man of men, a man of men. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just rambling now, but yeah, so those are my fears. Not being a good father, not being able to protect. Like, did I have the skills? Because I'm a skinny guy, you know what I'm saying? I have a I have a wrestling background, but that's not really any 
hand-to-hand combat or not like I was in the army or I was doing, I'm in construction, so, you know, I'm swole, I'm big, anything like that, you know? I have a young complexion. When I look at myself in the mirror, I, I seen a boy, pretty much, if I'm being honest. I seen a boy, and it worried me would I be adequate. But, nah, I see that it wasn't about if I was man enough at that point or if I was adequate. She was going to make me adequate, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she was a turning point in my life where I actually had to think about adult things, you know? Because when you're with yourself, you don't really think about those type of things. You don't think about, oh, me. Like, you, you might want, like, the glitter and gold shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh the fancy things, you know, want to go travel, stuff like that. But, you know, actual adult things like life insurance, health insurance, stuff that your parents was really on, you know, or shit that you deemed that your parents would have did. It's crazy. I'm thinking about those things. Because now I want to be on this earth longer, not for me, but for somebody else. I think that was something that really changed me, was her. And it made me feel more of a man, doing what I need to do, handling my responsibilities, looking into those type of things. That's what made me more mature. So speaking of things of how it changed my life, it made me think twice about stuff that I did outside the house or obstacles or situations that I'm in because you know if you come from a a rough not rough I ain't gonna say rough background but you know I ain't gonna say hood just I'm gonna find a word for it but when you come from a mild, violent background, I'm going to say. Because if I say violent, it makes it seem like, oh, you're so dangerous. Nah, but I mean, when I was coming up, we had to fight. We had to, you know, we had to, we ain't had to fight. I ain't going to say that. But we chose to fight. There was a lot of fighting going on and a lot of riffraff type things. So when situations pop up now, I think twice, because the first thing back then was, man, I'm about to slap you, I'm about to, man, I'm about to fuck over you, I'm about to do this, I'm about to do that. Now, it's more of not letting those situations escalate to the point where you're not in control and you end up losing something out of nothing, out of anger, out of stupidity. So... That's what make me think twice nowadays. Now I get into altercations or situations and sometimes silence, not saying anything at all, is the best route than speaking your mind or saying what you want to say. Because some of us and a lot of us are driven by emotion. So that's not a good thing. And 
situations where you have to really think because emotions might not drive us to the smartest solution. So sometimes we got to really just sit there and say nothing. And that silence, that time of silence, will give you the opportunity to think. Things I'm looking forward to and being a father. Passing on knowledge. That's a, that's a big one for me, passing on knowledge. Because in this journey that I'm embarking on, I'm not sure if it's going to end with me being rich or being very wealthy. I, I don't really know. You know. All I know that it's a learning experience that I'm going to acquire a lot of knowledge that to me is just as if not worth more than money that's worth more than money to me so I want to pass on the knowledge that I accumulated over the years to my children if I have more I want them to be in a better spot mentally than I was you know because now that I didn't gave think about it like this now that they say you was my kid and or say your parents that they thought the same way they give you the knowledge that they have that they have on hand they, they hand you down that knowledge now as opposed to somebody who doesn't have parents like yours or don't have parents at all they have to learn that all things that you know that's given to you now they have to learn and acquire those things and in your lifetime you're already going to acquire knowledge for yourself so somebody just hand you a head start and on top of the knowledge that you want to accumulate like come on come on you set up for success at that point you know we always think about man if i could go back in time for some of us, we always think about, man, if I go back in time and tell my oldest, my younger self this or put my younger self on this. Well, your kids is your younger self. This this is you. This is a piece of you. You now can do the thing that you've been wishing you could do with your youth. Another thing I'm looking forward to is taking vacations going to place I could I have a very limited memory of places that I went with my family like as an actual family like everybody together and stuff like that um I don't have a lot of those I remember we went to Astro World we had to stay in this hotel and then we didn't I don't know if they had cable but we weren't really watching that like we was active in that point in time in our lives and when I mean active like Family used to do like plays, personal plays. Like my dad dressed up as um, we had did Red Riding Hood, and um, my dad he was the wolf, and my little sister she played the grandma, and I was like the uh, I guess the axe dude. Come on, chop the wolf um tail off. It was just you know shit like that that we used to do, and um, very creative family. So I want so I want to take those little parts of my childhood and bring that to hers. So when we take vacations, we do crazy stuff, you know, and be creative and showing us something different. 
just to see her face taking her to Disneyland. I never been to Disneyland, but I always want to take my kids to Disneyland or Disney World, whatever you said. That's why I want to take my kids, you know, traveling, seeing places. Another thing I'm looking forward to, seeing how her personality develops. That's always a crazy thing to me, like how kids are born from nothing, like they know nothing. And based off of what they accumulate so far, their personality develops and you see what you're putting in early on. You, you see what is accumulating. Like do all kids have like a base personality? Like, cause you know, kids gonna mess with stuff. Kids gonna, you know, do kid stuff, but like I'm pretty sure if you put five kids in the room that those five kids are not gonna do the same thing. They may do something the same in a way, but they always gonna have their own little spin or little taste to it. So, um, I think I think that's it though for um, my first episode. I'm gonna get better. This is just really just getting me out the funk, getting me out the the routine of not doing any at all. So I'd rather make a garbage episode than no episode at all because I can't learn from nothing. So um, just to touch on little basis of um the whole topic as a whole, fatherhood. Um, for all the fathers out there, you know, keep doing your thing, keep holding them down for the household. It's not what you bring to the table, I can say this, not about what you bring to the table. It's about you being being the table, period. Okay? I'm going to say that again. It is not about you bringing something to the table. It's about you being the table, period. And what I mean by that is stability. Just bring stability to the house, man. You know, I hear a lot that it's 50, 50, 75. You got to take care of everything. Whatever the situation best for y'all. If you making the cheese like that to handle everything, handle everything. If she allowing or not allowing, if she's offering help, let her help. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to do it all by yourself. I would say that as, in my opinion, I feel like that's what, killed the older generation of men in the day back in the day because that's what type of system they was on like they had to take care of everything and you know black people at the most we don't get therapy we don't we don't talk about our feelings we don't talk about stress we don't talk about how things are affecting us and holding all those things in and doing the same thing for years that don't want to come that does a total on your health and if you already have bad habits on top of that, then it's dead game. So you get heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure. So if you got somebody there with you that's willing to help, let them help. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame. Let the pride down, man. So keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing your thing. Also, for my fathers that 
or not really handling the, the, the responsibilities. Man, I just want to also say to y'all, you know, I'm not going to bash you for your decision or why. Because I understand, I've been in that position before. The other person don't make it easy. And going off of your emotions, you'll be like, fuck everything. Excuse my language. I might beat that out, but that's how you'll, that's how you'll feel. You'll feel like, forget all that. Forget the baby, forget the mama, forget all that. I don't want to deal with that shit. It's too much. But if that's your DNA, man, that's your blood, think about if that was you, man, because that is you. How it feel to not have nobody, you know? Your own people don't, your own father, your own mother, or whoever, they, they deny you. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. Just think, really. You know? The sacrifice. Sacrifice we have to make for the next generation. It's not all about us anymore. Well, that's all for today. Tune in to the next episode. You catch um, these episodes on YouTube. I'm going to try working on getting into other platforms. But as far as right now, it's YouTube, Immaculate TV. Search us up. You'll find my episodes, The Side of Mac, under Immaculate TV. So check us out. Leave some comments. You can leave comments of future episodes for, I mean, for future episodes or topics that y'all might want to hear about. We're going to have, soon I'm going to have a, like a number that you could call, you know, so you call into the show whenever I'm going live and you could be part of the show if you want to. What else? We're just going to get better in time with everything. Stick with me. Hold it down with me. And... I'm going to take it somewhere. <laughs> but that's all, folks. Holla.